All right, as we said last week, we're doing something new on the, well, this podcast station, not necessarily the Corey Truax Show. My name is actually Corey Truax. I broadcast live in the upstate of South Carolina on WLFJ 660 AM on lots of other topics that don't include the thing this culture loves the most, and that's The Walking Dead. So we're spending some time uh, every week just going over the most recent episode. We're going to include other voices along the way. So this week, to talk about episode two of season seven, I brought in also Walking Dead aficionado, has seen every episode of the show, just like me. This is my friend Wesley Wooten. Hello, sir. Thanks for coming in. Hello. All right. First spoiler alerts. If you, We are assuming you have seen every episode of The Walking Dead, including the most recent episode. Yep. So if you don't want to know things that have happened, stop. Good. Okay. Now you're back. <laughs> we're good. And we're good to go. All right. So let's just start with the general episode. We had uh, Ezekiel. We had the Tiger Shiva thing. We got Carol. We're over in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Just general overall thoughts. We'll start with you, Mr. Wesley Wooten. Um, I, I thought it was a good change of pace from last week. Um, some people didn't. But when you go from <clears throat> being unbelievably emotionally drained yeah. to then in this episode, you're actually like restored. Like your faith is restored in humanity. You 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 lose Glenn, who was uh, the... Moral the, mor- the moral center, the most optimistic. I mean, even when they were in the prison, Glenn was one of those guys that just held Rick together. Yeah. Okay. You lose him. So you're like, where's that optimism? And now you find that in Ezekiel. I, he's like replacing Glenn. And I just, I, he, he's stuff, so man. awesome. No, this, uh, that thing you, I'm with you that there was some, there was some folks online that had some dissonance. And well, last week we were so miserable. And now you just want us to forget about it and be like, hey, here's a cool tiger. I go, yeah. Yeah. I want you to be great that there's another part of the world, that the world's going okay. Exactly. Outside of all the sadness of last week. Right. right? So I was okay with that <clears throat> contrast. It's good to know there's other things out there. Well, you said there about Ezekiel, I didn't catch. So we'll go this character by character. He does seem to have a good moral center. He does. So this is what I would want to give you. You you react to it any way you want to. I felt like, I mean, just getting some time to think about it. Ezekiel is the best leader in the whole show. Of any colony, and here's why. We got Gregory back at the hilltop, and he's kind of skeevy and weak. Right. Rick continues to do okay, but they run into the worst people. And even when they were in the right. prison, it didn't seem like it was going all like super well. Uh, we know who Negan is; he's horrible. Uh, Gareth from Terminus eats people. What was the other? And the governor. It seemed like governor, it was okay, yeah. but he. Like, but here we got the, the Ezekiel. Seems like he's got everything together. Right. He's the he's the end game. He was he he is what Alexandria was supposed to be. That's the so dream good. the dream for Alexandria is what they have at the hilltop, and the hilltop is even past that. I mean, everybody is happy. The kids are going to school. Yeah. People are doing their clothes. They're growing stuff, and and nobody has a care in the world, lest they know about everything. A lot of them don't know about everything. Yeah. But when you have such a kind-hearted leader, it's not like he's trying to deceive them because yeah. that's not. Ezekiel sees things as a, he sees leadership as a burden, not as a, like a power. He's not a power hungry or I have to be the leader. It's I have to be the leader. I think like, he would I don't say have a choice. Heavy is the head that wears the crown, right? Right. I think it's. I, I loved the. Uh, I love his shtick. I think it's fun. Yeah. And then coming and then later, you know, getting to the the real Ezekiel. You know, what you said about Alexandria, I didn't even think of that. But even like Deanna. She wasn't a great leader of Alexandria. No, she wasn't. Her people don't had no idea what was going on. She couldn't have encountered Negan like apparently Ezekiel has, right? And come to a good uh, agreement. Yeah, you know, and, that, and that's weird too. Their relationship, you can tell 
that there's something weird there because uh, the relationship between um, the kingdom yeah. and the saviors is completely different between Alexandria and the saviors. So the saviors, even even the hilltop, I mean, they came in, they killed somebody, and yep. they said, you're giving me half of your stuff. Yeah. Okay? With the... Uh, with you know, Rick and his crew, it's, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. You're giving me my stuff. I'm going to break you down. Okay. But for some reason with Ezekiel and the saviors, they almost have a little bit of respect for him. It felt that way in the, the trade-off of those pigs. I mean, there was that one jerk who was, but for the most part, like the leader of that little savior group, they seemed to have a decent little, uh, idea there together of what they, of how they should behave. So moving to a different character, Morgan, and that's what made me think of it was, in the exchange of the pigs, Yeah. Morgan gets the gun out, yep. stares at the gun. Did you get an impression that they were trying to foreshadow that Morgan's wondering about whether or not his nonviolence is... It, it seemed like they were saying, Morgan's going to quit being the way he is, and he's going to believe in violence again. Yeah, I, I mean, he went so far. I mean, he went off the deep end. He's he's actually went farther than Rick because yes. he's been out there by himself. He was, I mean, he's had to do the most horrific. I mean, of course, Rick has too. But he's went, he's went, he went too far. He he, he lost himself. He became yeah. an animal. Okay, and so then he got broken back down into, hey, this is where humanity lies. You need to find your humanity again. And what he did was he went way too far. He overshot it. Yes, he did. Okay, and so now I think that with Carol, he he's seeing he he's seeing her. He's seeing himself and her a little bit because she's she's going to where he was now. Like I don't want to kill people. I don't yeah. want to. So so I think that he's finding a, a a relationship with her that way. And then he's realizing that I can't, even with the conversation with the uh, the kid, Ben, I yes. think it was, yeah. he, he's finding like uh, now that... A balance? He, a balance, exactly. Yeah. That he can't, he can't just not kill anymore, but he, he can't be that animal. He can't be that ravenous wolf Last like season, he was. in season six with Morgan, did you or did you not get very frustrated with him in terms of how he was with the wolves? Extremely frustrated. Me too. Extremely. And I was glad to see him struggle with it right and wonder maybe maybe there's some people that just have to have to be you have to be violent with right yeah. I, I like that about Morgan um for Carol for, for that other main character in this show uh in this episode she's so good she's so fun to be she was so fake at the beginning she was doing her Susie Q routine yeah, right before she tries I hate to go that too it irritates me <laughs> yes because you know who she really is <laughs> yeah. but but she did that very well this did you pick up I, I couldn't decide. At the end of the episode, are you thinking she wants to stay at the kingdom? She thinks it's worth fighting for. She thinks it's a good place. You, is that your impression of Carol by the end? I think that uh, Ezekiel is the first person that's ever given her hope. Mm. You know, Rick is... Rick's not bloodthirsty. I mean, he cares about his people. But, I mean, his answer for everything is, we have to kill these people. Yeah. We have to kill them. We have to take them out. And that's not Ezekiel. That's not him. He says he's smarter than that. He's yeah. like, we can figure out a different way to do this. And uh, his conversation with Carol, which literally was the best dialogue. Oh, it literally gosh. took me back to Breaking Bad. So the good. dialogue in Breaking Bad is amazing. Yes. And it literally took me back to one of those scenes where you see Walter and Jesse. Yes. Or one of those guys just talking for like 10 minutes. It was just perfect. I agree. So I think, I think she finds, she found hope in him. Like, can I, can I 
find my humanity again? Like, can I be happy? You know, is there something to actually live for? Can I care about somebody? For those that are not fans of the comics, and if you don't want to know, again, there's spoilers here all over the place. In the comic, Michonne is the one that really leads into the kingdom, yeah. and there's a romantic relationship between Michonne and Ezekiel. Yeah, that's right. You think that's coming? Is there a Carol? Is there a Carol Ezekiel? Is there a Ezekiel uh, coming <laughs> here as a couple? No, I, I don't, I don't see that yet. I know that that that's how it is in the comics. I don't see that yet. Um, but I could almost see. Michonne and Ezekiel still having something yeah. and Rick having a struggle there, you know? Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I know that, I know that, uh, that Ezekiel is, is taken to her. And I know that, um, Morgan is taken to her. Well, he gave her the, the great Denzel Washington line, the, you can't BS a BSer. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This great line. And I think that's, at least to me, that's the kindred soul in both of them. Yeah. They both know the other's really good at pretending. Right. But they know the real world. And that's another thing that I picked up on, too. You know, when, uh, whenever he said, you know, I, I was in drama, you know, it's like, yes. you know, you know. That's why, that's why it works out so well. And that's another reason why he's built such a great community. This guy can tell when people are bad news. Yep. He can tell when people are serious, too. And that's another thing. What about, has Negan ever approached Ezekiel? We don't know. Yeah. But, man, he can act. Yes, right. The, you know we, what I mean? He's I, not like Rick. I he can act. Because in the comic, you never really do find out how the kingdom and the saviors came across each other. Right. I'd love to get that backstory. That would be awesome. I would love to know how this relationship began. Yeah. Uh, it does feel like there's going to be another loose ceiling um, because this guy who works for the kingdom, <clears throat> who takes care of the pigs and had this little run-in, that felt like a foreshadowing when they Richard. were rolling off. Yeah, that's his Richard. name. Yeah, Richard. When they're rolling off and saying, next week's produce, you better produce, or it's going to be that guy first. Right. But maybe you you need that. Uh, because at least to me, what they were setting up was, we already know the Hilltop has a problem with the Saviors. Now Alexandria has a problem with the Saviors. Yeah. And they're letting you know, there's a whole other group out here. They've yeah. got a problem too. And they're well, they're well equipped, they're well put together. Yeah. Right. So there's a bunch of people being oppressed by the same group. Right. So looking forward to next week. It's going to be the Daryl episode. Right, it's going to be about Daryl. They're going to take us to to uh, to that place. In the comics, there are two people that end up going to the sanctuary. It's Carl for one time, and it's Dwight in the other. It feels like Daryl's going to take both of those storylines. Right. Are we going to have to watch Daryl, the beloved Daryl Dixon, be tortured? You think that's coming? Oh, he's going to be tortured. I do too. I hate it. I don't. Th- they don't like him. No. They don't like him. But ultimately, ultimately. He's going to get his justice because you heard Daryl say whenever he said, uh, he's like, I'm sorry for this. He's like, you're going to be. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm waiting for that. I am so waiting for that because Daryl's my favorite character. I want he's, him to get his justice. He deserves it, man. He does deserve it. If anybody on the show deserves it, it's Daryl. And I feel like we're going to have to watch him waller in misery for many episodes. It could be the season finale before he gets out of there or maybe mid-season finale. Right. You know, eight weeks away. That's so sad. All right, so that's episode two of The Walking Dead. If you want to get more content from, uh, I'm Corey Truax, again, broadcasting typically from uh, the upstate of South Carolina on WLFJ 660 AM. You can find more at soundcloud.com slash Corey Truax, soundcloud.com slash Corey Truax with other things that are not The Walking Dead. Thanks for coming in and talking about season seven, episode two, Mr. Wesley Wooten. I appreciate it. Until the next edition or next uh, thing you click on on uh, soundcloud.com backslash Corey Truax. Until then, peace and love.